Hello, and welcome to episode 62 of a Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sharla. I'm Sarah. And I'm Heather. <laughs> I almost just said in, I'm Charlotte, because I'm so used to not hosting. But <laughs> uh, So welcome, everybody, and thanks for listening or watching. We have two options now for hearing us or seeing us. We have the regular podcast as usual, and now we are entering into the foray of putting this on YouTube. So last week was our first week. If you didn't see it, go ahead and check it out. And uh, if you did see it, let us know what you thought. <laughs> this is brand new for all of us. So I know. we're going to turn into YouTubers. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so welcome back. How was everybody's Thanksgiving? Good. It was good. Quiet. Yeah. Good. Quiet. Yeah. It was really nice. Mine was not quiet. Mine is kind of still going on because we had a snowstorm here and it's snow day day two. So my kid still hasn't gone back to school. (laughs) Well, we had about 40 people at my aunt's house and then we had 11 people at my sister-in-law's house. So it was going on for quite a while. So my goodness, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Did you cook? What did you make? No, I didn't. Well, yes, I cooked, but it's a potluck in my aunt's house. Um, and we typically have about that many people. It's my family is huge. And then she invites people that she knows. So there's people who are unrelated to us who've been coming to Thanksgiving for years. <laughs> so, um, but I made pie. Um, I made four pumpkin pies, but to split between them. And I left one here for us. <laughs> and then I also made brownies who, um, which I think you guys have both had my grandma's recipe of brownies. So, um, they're excellent. You had them shaking her head. Oh, they're very. She did. She had them at my house. The brownies I made with the fudge icing on top. I don't think I had them when I was Uh, there. You should. You missed out because you should. Now you have to come back. Um, Right. They were the best thing ever. I know Sarah made them because when we went on a trip one time, uh, I made for everybody. So, anyway, they're great. So we had all that, and then my sister-in-law cooks everything. She won't really let anybody help. So I brought the pie. (laughs) Hey, if she likes it, good for her. I mean, she's good at it. She she. She's a good cook. So, um, but I brought the pie, one pie over there too. So I had a good time. So awesome. Awesome. All right. So let's get into some news. Um, first let's talk about rise of the resistance, which is opening like pretty much this week. Um, yeah. 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 So So if you're hearing this on Wednesday, it's tech, it's having a media preview on Wednesday and then it's opening on Thursday. So, right. Um, but they made an announcement about that, Sarah. So they have announced that Rise of the Resistance is not going to be part of the morning extra magic hours at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, there's a variety of rumors about this online. The most credible to me seems to be that they are having trouble. And this is very, let me preface this by saying this is very typical of any new attraction, right? Because you can test and test and test a new attraction, but it's, it's not the same as an actual full day of continuous running with a full passenger load. So um, the rumor is, is that the ride is not standing up to, you know, eight, 12 hours at a stretch without breaking down. Um, so they're trying to minimize the impact um, by not having it there for extra magic hours. So in theory, by doing that, then maybe you'll have less outages, you know, during the normal operating hours. We'll, we'll see. But if you're planning on riding Rise of the Resistance in the first few weeks, chances are good that at some point you're going to go to ride it and the ride is going to be down. And that's just pretty standard yeah. <laughs> like for any new attraction. That's just kind of how that goes. So I know. kind of wish they would get an attraction completely ready and then announce when it's going to open. But it's hard to do that, right? You know, because how can you how can you have how can you simulate like a full uh, slate of operating hours without? I don't know opening it you yeah know? i don't know it, yeah just run it i don't know it yeah. seems wasteful to just run yeah. it with empty well that's but. just it and you can't run it well but and running it empty isn't the same thing as running it with with riders true yeah. the weight and the yeah yeah well i haven't i haven't read anything about it because i don't like to know too much about a ride before i go on it like i don't i know i have people friends and clients who watch all the youtube videos and all that yeah. i don't like to do that i like to just go in and be surprised so yeah. and it's out there i think cnn put almost yeah, like a they whole, did. <laughs> like yeah, a they whole did. spoilery thing out um, so 
So I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to know anything yeah, about it until I get on it. And it might be okay. a year before I get on it. Who knows? But uh, at least yeah. then the crowds will be down, though. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> How's that working for flights of passage? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Smuggler's Run has no weight. You can walk <laughs> on that thing in thirty minutes. Yeah. Well, one of them is a better attraction than the other as well. So, and one of them depends on where you sit. Mm-hmm. That's a um, spoiler alert for. Um, smugglers run, you want to wait an extra cycle or two if you have to, I think, to get pilot. So, hashtag pilot for life. Yeah. So, well, speaking of Star Wars, we have to talk about new merchandise. And none of us are the biggest Star Wars fans, but all of us <laughs> cannot. We just want this so bad. Okay, Sarah, I can well, see you just. I'm no, not no, on no. the bandwagon here. Don't yes, include me. I, I don't. It's just I'm not in this bandwagon. It's so cute, though. But even you've seen it and know oh, how cute. cute. It is. I've seen the memes. Yeah. I have not seen the show. I know nothing oh. about it. I'm just gonna sit over here in the corner. Okay, Sarah, Sarah go ahead then. <laughs> it's Baby Yoda merchandise, and I want all of it. I oh, want it. Oh my God, Baby Yoda is my favorite meme. Is one that I saw, and it's a picture of Frozen, and Disney's like. You know, people are going to buy all the merch, and then it's a photo of Baby Yoda, and it says, "Hold my beer, yeah. <laughs> like, hold so my bone broth, hold my bone broth." Is what bone broth. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Baby oh, Yoda is everything, and Baby Yoda merchandise is now um, in stores and at uh, the Disney parks. So, I I love him so much. Yeah. I I don't. The, to me, the if he wasn't in the Mandalorian, I wouldn't care anything about it. But now I want to watch it. All, all the time because and each episode he progressively becomes gets in it more and more and more oh, so oh. like episode four he was in it a lot so it was the best episode yeah. we're, we're gonna talk more about sort of um like baby yoda and disney plus and like what we're watching and we're gonna do like a little bit of a pop culture i think in the patreon extra yeah. right yeah okay. we won't go too so, much for otherwise heather's eyes will start to glaze over and we'll lose oh, I'm just over here working and sending emails completely tuning you all out <laughs> All right. Well, pay attention now because I'm going to call on you next for the candlelight processional at Disneyland. Oh, what about it? <laughs> what okay, about never it? mind. Candlelight, candlelight processional is happening at Disneyland this weekend on December 7th and 8th. <laughs> I failed to see how that's news. That happens every year and it's only one weekend and nobody can go unless you get to the park at like 5 a.m. and stand in line. And even then... Most people still can't see it, so it's pointless. <laughs> okay. Well, then it's still news, but maybe we won't talk about it then. I, I just, I feel like, don't get your hopes up that you're going to get to go see it, because it's not like Florida, where you can go and pull up a seat and, and guarantee that you're going to get in there if you yeah. wait long enough. You can't at Disneyland. You. I think it's news basically for VIP. are considering going to Disneyland this weekend and probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Maybe maybe avoid Disneyland this weekend because they're going to be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, then do you want to? I'm just going to keep calling on you like you guys did to me a couple weeks ago. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about the new ticket window at the International Gateway then? I do. I saw it last week, so I actually know about this. Yeah. They moved the ticket windows because they had to move them out of where they were. I don't really see. I mean, I guess they had to because of lines because of the Skyliner, but now that covered area where the guest services and the ticket windows used to be is no more. It does not exist. So they moved this tiny little ticket booth kind of closer to the beach club and the boardwalk. Um, and it, it looks like a food and wine kiosk, really. Um, and <laughs> if you're, if you're not paying attention to it, you're just going to kind of walk right on by and then get over to where they used to be. But it's just ticket sales. And I feel like most people have their tickets before they arrive. So it doesn't really need to be a huge I think thing. one of them is a guest services window. I think so. Yeah. Um, I but did go there. Gonna a, there's going to be a new, they call it a lobby for the uh, International Gateway. Like you saw the construction walls while we were there. I have no yeah. idea when that's opening, but I'm assuming like where the lockers used to be and where the, the bathrooms used to be there, that's probably going to be more of like a, a permanent guest services and ticket type of thing. Yeah, that'd be my guess. All right. All right. And let then, her talk about let her talk about the things she really wants to talk about. I know I think- one piece of news, guys. One piece. <laughs> that was that. That was going to be our last piece of news. I but- know, but yeah, you got to give her something. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Heather. Welcome to the wonderful world of wine. <laughs> and here's here's where I go. 
back to checking my email. This is your turn. Go ahead, tune me out. <laughs> I am so excited for this. I, I emailed them yesterday and said, how did I not know about this? But it, this is brand new at the Yacht Club over at the Yachtsman Steakhouse. They're doing the wonderful world of wine. So it's going to be once a month, the second Wednesday of every month um, at 3 p.m. You you're basically going to a wine tasting. And so they have the sommeliers of the yachtsmen come in and they teach you about different wine regions of the world. And then you're going to sample, it doesn't say how many, so I'm hoping like five, let's go with five um, wines from that particular region that they're talking about that month. So, you know, France, Italy, California, Australia, Chile. So I'm hoping New Zealand's in there somewhere. Um, and you, it's $45 a person, which I think is super reasonable for something at Disney, especially with wine included. Um, and you have to be 21 and older. There are no discounts, so no annual pass holder, no BC, none of that. Um, and you just go in and drink wine, and I think that's fantastic. Oh, and they, they talk about, like, you know, the winemaking and all of, like, the soil and the climate and all that stuff that you're supposed to care about, but really you're just there to drink the wine. <laughs> Well, I, I'm for, for one, I'm okay if they don't put New Zealand in there because I drink New Zealand wine all the time. So maybe if they have something else, then I'll branch out a little bit. I'm not branching. I don't <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I feel like the next time I'm there now, I have to kind of plan my trip around this because it sounds really fun. I want to go do it. And I love that the, the resorts are doing more events like this, whether it's like, you know, the wine and painting, now the wine tastings, all the different stuff, as opposed to just laying by the pool, which there's nothing wrong with. I like that too. But I love that there's all these different things going on now. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all we had? Two more things. Um, two more things. After dark. Disneyland after dark. Yep. There you go. All right. That's all I had. You said one more thing. I don't have that. <laughs> Star so it, it, we'll go into the, what, in case our listeners are totally confused, Disneyland after dark is. It's really cute. Okay. Yeah. So like how you guys have after dark out in Florida Back in the day when Disneyland opened in the 50s and 60s, there was something that used to be called date night at Disneyland. So it sounds ridiculous now to think this, but Disneyland wasn't open every day of the week back in the 50s and 60s. It wasn't popular enough. They didn't do that. Um, so usually during the summer and whatnot and the slower times to get people into the parks, they would open up in the evenings, which was not done, and they called it date night. And so they had local bands that would come and they, there would be swing dancing and all of this. And it was just like all the so sweethearts cute. went to like a little sock hop type thing at Disneyland. Oh. And so over the past few years, Disneyland has been bringing that back and they call it Disneyland after dark, but they have themes. Um, to, there's only three or four every year and they have themes to them. So this year, what is it? Is it the nineties or the eighties? It's the eighties. It's eighties. And then there's sweet, there is sweethearts night, which is always around Valentine's day. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember the other ones, but it's just everything, all the, they still bring in local bands, um, but they'll have characters out that are themed to that different, um, you know, menu items. Just, it's a cute, fun, extra ticketed event. If they do not have Mickey and for 80s night, if they do not have Mickey and Minnie dressed in their mouser size outfit. I was going to say, I want I'm, a mouser size class. I'm going to be. I used to wake up at 6 a.m. Yeah. when I was 10 years old and watch that on the Disney channel. Yeah. I loved mouser size. Yeah. If there's no mouser size, I'm going to be spicy. No. <laughs> oh my God. I hope that I'll go if there's a mouser size. Oh, class. if there's mouser size, you have to go. <laughs> the only, my only problem with it, it's crazy expensive, like a hundred and something dollars a person for four hours at the park. Like, yeah. Very expensive. Yeah. It was expensive for a full day ticket. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then the last piece of news was just the um the Star Wars wrap on the monorails at oh, right. Orlando International Airport. They're super cute. Um they've got them, you know, they've got the, the monorails that go from security out to the terminals, and they now have brand new Star Wars uh wraps to celebrate the rise of the resistance. So yeah, they are cute. Yeah. I didn't write that down because you were like, Do we want to talk about it? And I was like, eh, I don't care. So I didn't <laughs> <laughs> so coming up next, we have we are going to start a series. We have three weeks left until the end of the year that we are going to be putting out podcasts. So we are going to start a series on overviews of all the resorts. So this week we're going to start with the value resorts. So that will be coming up in three seconds. Okay, we're back. And um, for those of you watching, that was when we put in the little music, but I don't know how to do that on YouTube, so you don't get it. <laughs> 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 you just We're learning. Too bad, yeah. so sad. Yeah. By the uh, way, 
Um, if any of our listeners are like digital content creators and know how to, you know, edit videos on YouTube and are willing to volunteer you know, a few hours to help us out or, or help us make these videos cuter and more professional, we would love your help. You can reach us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com. <laughs> it's very easy to put up the video, but it's not so easy to do all this other stuff and yeah. maybe we could be better lit or something. I don't know, but... Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about the res the resorts the next three weeks. So this week we're going to start with the value resorts, and Sarah's idea was to start with the value resorts because they are our least favorite, which is true. <laughs> but there's something good to be said about two of them, and <laughs> we, will, <laughs> we will get into all of that. So let's start with let's name them, and then we'll go through them. Um, there's Disney's Pop Century, Disney's Art of Animation. And then the three all-star resorts, all-star movies, sports, and music. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, start with the all-stars, I guess, maybe because they were the original value resorts, right? Um, the all-stars are three separate resorts, but they're all under the sort of all-stars heading. Um, and Disney has recently been redoing the rooms and the resorts a little bit. They've been getting a... a room refurbishments and upgrades which and stuff they and there's the, which they needed um so i will say i'm feeling far more friendly towards the all-stars as they get the room upgrades um they are the sort of the base model is <laughs> like i would say you know when you buy a car there's like the base model and then there's like the slightly upgraded version and then there's like the version with like the backup cam and like the leather seats and the whatever they're, so they're motels let's call them what they are they are yeah. disney's version of a motel they are not a hotel by any stretch of the imagination yes yeah. so for people that don't understand the difference between a motel and a hotel because technically kind of the moderates count a little bit oh, as yeah. motels too, um, because the door opens to the outside. It opens to the elements. They don't have interior corridors. That's one of the biggest. Um, and the parking is, as opposed to having sort of one central parking lot, there is parking lots surrounding the building. So that in theory that you can park your car in theory <laughs> at a motel, you're parking your car sort of right outside the door of your hotel and walking directly into your room. That was the original. Right plan for those the great american road trip back in the day you know they are the smallest of the rooms on all of walt disney world's property um they are the most basic and this is an important thing that i think not a lot of people realize everything changes from value to moderate to deluxe even the quality of the toilet paper <laughs> like everything changes the sheets change the mattresses change the pillows change the towels change everything changes as you move up so the value resorts are where you're getting the most basic of amenities. Right. And it used to be that the values had full-size beds, but now as the, they're doing the upgrades, they are getting queen-size beds. They do not all have the queen-size beds at this point. In fact, not all the moderates do because of some of the special rooms at the Caribbean beach. But um, Art of Animation's uh, Little Mermaid rooms still have the full-size beds. And music and sports, I believe, still have them as they until they get refurbed in the next year or so. I think, I think mu movies has been movies has been movies done. Is done and music is underway. Right, I think they're right. doing last. Yeah. So, but when I say queen size beds, I don't mean two queen size beds in the room because there's there's simply not room for in right. those tiny rooms for them. They are the queen size bed and then the Anovo bed table, which is a really cool concept actually, but it's a table that folds down like a Murphy bed and it's an actual mattress. It's not like a pullout. Um, so it's really cool, really, really cute. So that I'm all for, I think that that's a good use yeah. of the space because those rooms are tiny and you really, when, when both beds are down, oh my gosh, it's small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can barely move around those. Um, so the other thing about the All-Stars is it tends to be where large school groups, band trips, sports teams, um, any sort of conference that's taking place at, you know, ESPN Wide World of Sports, that's where those groups stay. So it is not at all unusual to have cheerleaders practicing their routines outside your room <laughs> is not at all unusual for marching bands to be practicing formations or that, you know, um, 
it, 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 they are by far, I think, sort of the rowdiest of the of the hotels. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they are. In, they're not really inexpensive because nothing at Disney is inexpensive anymore. But they are the least expensive of of the rooms, um, and so they are good for school groups. I mean, that's I think that's one really positive thing. If you're going with a school group, it's cheap, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so each room does sleep only four guests, unless you're talking about the family suites at All Star Music, but we'll get into those later. So four guests only. So if you have a family of five, you have to stay at a moderate or higher, or you have to get one of those family suites. So yeah. uh, family five or more. So there's plenty of people with families of six who have to have two rooms or a family suite or stay at a deluxe resort. So just keep that in mind if you are lo- looking for a value resort that um, if you have a large family size, it's not going to work for you. So. Yeah. And we get this question all the time about, well, my kids don't need a bed. They, we're going to bring in a cot. It doesn't matter. Like you can just book us in one room. No, <laughs> that is not yeah. how that works. Yeah. yeah. Every can't. single person staying in the room needs to be listed on the room and Disney system. There's no wiggle room on that. Like yeah. Yeah. it's fire code. It's safety. Yeah. Yeah. So no. better safe and than sorry. Even if you're sneaky about it, and I mean, I won't do this for guests because I don't want to get in trouble. But even if you're sneaky about it and you book it on your own or you don't tell me that you have that other guest, um, you are going to run into a problem several ways. One, can't do a dining plan for that other guest. Two, extra magic hours. Nope. Three, Fast Pass Plus. As a resort guest, you get 60 days Fast Pass Plus. If you try to sneak somebody in, then they only get that 30-day window and guess what? You're not going to match. <laughs> it's just not yeah. going to happen. So it's, don't try it. Just, just not to it. mention housekeeping's seen and everything. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you're not as sneaky as you think you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't try it. So, um, okay. Well, let's talk about, let's move on from all-star resorts and talk about pop century. Yeah. This is, I think all of our favorite of the value resorts, definitely. So it's the only one I've ever stayed at, so I'm completely biased. Oh, that's not true. I did a night at All Star Music. I did one night. Yeah, and that was enough. <laughs> um, I've stayed at All Star Music, and I've stayed at the other two. So I've stayed in both the Little Mermaid room and a family suite at Art of Animation. So, um, okay, well, let's talk about Pop Century. Pop Century's rooms have all been completely redone. Um, so in most rooms, you're going to get a um, queen size bed, and then the queen size Zenova bed. There are some king beds, but they're pretty much just for the accessible rooms. So you don't go book in one of these thinking that you're going to get a king bed because it's pretty much not going to happen. So, Yeah. And they, I really like the, re, I mean, I love the remodel that they're doing on these rooms. The bathrooms in particular, I think were really well done. Um, so they've now switched to where they have a handheld shower. Um you know, handheld shower head and beautiful chrome fixtures. And they've gotten a little more creative with some of the storage in the bathroom area um, that I just, I just think was really well done. And they're nice and bright. And, um, you know, the one thing I do, I was a little sad to see was that the rooms at the all-stars that they've redone are virtually identical to the rooms at pop century. Like there's not a lot of sort of, there's very minor customizations to, yeah. to resort resort specific customizations. I mean, so yeah, that makes me like kind of sad. Yeah. I'm going to throw out an unpopular opinion. I don't like the new rooms at Pop Century. I don't. I, it's not my design aesthetic. I just too. I I guess it's mid century, but it's not quite mid century. And I here is my biggest pet peeve with all of the Disney resort refurbishments. I've even said this to my friend who is an interior designer for Imagineering. Stop doing this. I hate it. I hate that they're not putting carpet in the room. Oh, I hate that. I I get it. It is cleaner. It is easier to, to clean and just mop up, but it feels not 
cozy. It feels yeah. sparse and bare and sterile. And I want to be able to hop out of bed in the middle of the night and pad to the bathroom and not like feel freezing cold floor on my feet. I, I hate it with such a passion. I just, I think it's such a skimpy way to redo a room. Um, yeah. And so that really turns me off to a lot of them. And that includes the Yacht Club and, you know, the moderates that they've redone. Don't love it. Yeah. I hate the floor thing too. You're not alone in that. You and I have had many a conversation about our anger. I remember we were sitting in a in, in the yacht club at one time. I think we were doing a room tour or something like that. And we were just <laughs> seething, like yes. seething with anger over the lack of, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like just make it cozy. This is supposed to be my home away from home. I, I don't know. So, but I am, I understand that I am one of the few people in the world that don't like, but I don't like the room redos at Pop Century. I mean, not that they were, they're not, be- they weren't beautiful before, but I, I just, I don't know. Oh, no, well. but now they've, they've, like Sarah was saying, they, they took out the customization, like Pop Century before had a, a fun vignette on the wall with the decade that you were in, uh, yes. staying in and yeah. some border around the ceiling and they just don't have that anymore. And yeah. I, I think that's sad because that was a really cool, unique thing. Yeah. Yeah. I miss resort specific decor. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just, and this is, this is a complaint across Walt Disney World. Um, it's starting to come back a little bit, but once upon a time, there was resort-specific merchandise and resort-specific artwork and resort-specific, you know, and everything. And it didn't feel quite so standardized. And Disney, especially in the room decor, has started to move to a much more standardized feel. And that that is disappointing. It well, happens that the bright and shiny, clean, white sort of room decor appeals to me at, you know, at Pop Century. Because it is so bright and I'm a person who needs a lot of light, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but the standardization bugs me. Well, well, because then you're not Disney. Like if we can do, you know, I can go stay at any hotel that are quite honestly going to be a lot nicer and a lot fancier and a lot more upscale. And that has that standard hotel look. I'm staying at Disney world because I want that theming and I want to feel like I'm transported to another world. So give that to me. That's what you do. You're Disney, right? You're, you're not the Hilton down the street. You're Disney. So use that um and it's sad that they're not anymore okay so then flip side of that let's talk about art of animation because those rooms are resort specific (laughs) they're like everything um so art of animation has two types two types of rooms they have standard rooms and those are all little mermaid themed just have the full-size beds not the queens but Talk about theming. It is Little Mermaid. <laughs> Those rooms are themed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The beds are like a clamshell. Yeah. 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 Themes. But I mean, I feel like I'm I'm never going to stay there. It's too loud for me. I don't want to stay in a, a car's suite with a workbench next to me as my nightstand. And I also don't want to stay in a Finding Nemo suite where I feel like there's jellyfish everywhere. But I'm not that target audience, right? That's right. for the I'm families saying, with the little kids and yeah. the three-year-olds are going in there and going, oh my gosh, it's Ariel. It's like, yeah. yeah. And their mind is blown. Their minds yeah. those rooms. Mm-hmm. Right. So and that, like, cool. I'm never going to stay there. It has nothing cool. for me. Yeah, that pool, kids lose their minds about that pool. Yeah, yeah. So that's the other the other part of Little Mermaid is it has the family suites. Now, also, All Star Music has family suites. So I want to make that clear. So if you want, so they are going to be less expensive. Slightly different. They're just yeah. The, the they are a little different. different. Yeah. Um, but at Art of Animation, they have three different types of themes. Cars, The Lion King, and Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo are going to be more the preferred location. They're a little, cl- they're closer to the pool and the food court. But talk about theming in those rooms too. Like Heather was saying, they have a toolbox for your dressers in the cars rooms. Yes. They have it is. Cute. I mean, they are so cute. They're they're very very cute. Yeah. Uh, is it, you know, is it is it my style? No. But when my son was little, if those had existed, he would have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, secretly, he's 15. He probably would still like a car. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yes, exactly. So those, those because they sleep up to six guests, you know, that's a nice, that's a nice um, 
option if you have five people or six people. Now it's tight if you have six people. <laughs> I stayed with uh, technically seven because my daughter was two and it was still okay. I'm not breaking the rules. She was still okay. <laughs> um, so cheat. yeah, um, but we had you six have two adults. full baths. Yeah, two full like baths. The only saving grace I think if you have and, six people. And a, a they have a mini kitchen, so it's not a full kitchen. They have a, a fridge, a mini fridge, a microwave, um, a toaster, I think, maybe, maybe a toaster. But you, just a little bit more in terms of the kitchen. Not much. You're not going to be cooking big time stuff. But, you know, it's nice to have a microwave in there. Um, don't think we used it one time. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, we had it. I actually would be curious to know how many people do use the the little kitchenette that is in the, in the family suites. And yeah. if so... What are you using it for? So if you're listening to this and you have stayed in a family suite and you found the kitchenette to be useful, email us because I'm I'm genuinely curious as to how yeah. many people really are using well, those. I use my kitchenette occasionally when I'm staying in a studio at mm-hmm. one of the deluxe villa properties. Um, and so it depends. Sometimes I feel like I'm going to get groceries delivered. Other times I don't care and I'm just going to go out and eat in the parks. It just depends on my mindset. Yeah, but the kitchen trip. in the studio is a much fuller kitchen than in the... Yeah. No, not in a studio. It's the same thing. You have the mini fridge, you have a microwave, and you have a toaster. And then you have a little wet bar. Like, you know, you have the There's no no stove or oven in a studio? Not in a studio. Only in one, two, and three bedrooms. Um, So if I'm staying in a studio, like, I'll I'll get wine delivered or bottled water and put that in the fridge. Sometimes I'll get, like, bagels and cream cheese if I want to just grab a quick breakfast or or whatever. Sometimes I'll bring uh, popcorn and you throw it in the microwave. Okay can't really cook you don't really use it but mostly to just have a super quick breakfast I'll grab something this way you can store it in the fridge use the toaster or the microwave um, but you're not cooking certainly in there yeah um, and you can I want to note this you can request a full-size fridge at these um, family suites oh, I've had one, you put them. I, well I don't either but I have <laughs> had over the years just only one guest actually request it and or at least asked me to do it um and I don't know why I think she said she wanted to put some sodas in there because they had six people but we just when we did it we just swapped them out you know of the mini fridge so it worked for us yeah but Hmm. that's what that so you can request it but I wouldn't unless you really think you're going to need it because it's going to take up a lot of room in your suite so yeah so um anything else about the rooms before we move on to the next thing I don't think so about the rooms. Okay. All right. So next let's talk about what well, I do want to say one more thing about the rooms. I did write this down as they're doing the refurbishments in the, in the resorts, not just the value resorts, but the um, deluxe resorts too. They are taking out the bathtubs, um, which I cannot figure out why Disney is doing this as such a place that caters to young children. <laughs> I cannot yeah. figure out why they're taking out bathtubs, but they are. So they are moving toward showers so um you i have heard you can request a bathtub insert which is kind of like a little blow-up bathtub um or some sort of insert that goes in there if you have a really small child um other than that you're pretty much going to get a shower if you stay in one of these refurbed rooms just yeah yeah but that's not there are still specific but is it what is it like 80 20 i think i heard at one uh-huh. point like it's going to 80 percent showers and only 20 percent rooms with tubs right uh, that's not you a lot that at the the yacht club i don't agree with it but i get it because it's a conference resort why are you doing so, this at the valley anywhere resorts? else this is <laughs> yeah. basically where all families stay why are you doing that it makes yeah. no sense yeah. yeah i don't know um stupid disney but they did so um so all right so let's move on and talk about the uh dining options at at these resorts um, yeah one option it's a food court <laughs> yeah that's it there's that's no it. choices here <laughs> pretty simple um so there's a food court at um the all-star resorts um each one there's a food court at pop century and the best food court really is at art of animation oh, i've see, been over I like, there i like pop centuries better yeah i like art them both i think they're, yeah. they're pretty they're pretty close but yeah art of animation has more unique types of food it's more like sunshine seasons than just a you know regular food court but you know what you can go to pop century and i'll go to automation and we'll meet in the middle, in the middle. Okay. 
you maybe can they'll have a do they have a bench on the bridge for us like in our compound is going to have <laughs> maybe but skyliner's there now so yeah i don't know um yep. All right, I so, do think at Pop Century, though, the um, sort of cat, like, every half hour or so, like, the cast member dance number. They do the hustle. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Microphone. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, as far as um, that, well, that moves us on to activities then, because they, Value Resorts do have quite a few activities. Um, Pop Century has the dance party every uh, every afternoon for, kind of like every hour, every half hour. Um, they have lots of games at the pools. Yes. Um, and anything else they have? They have hair braiding. They have, um, I think they'll have some s'mores and stuff like that. Some of them um, have like, um, like there's some like lawn activities or things. There's like games that you can play or um, well, sports, you know. And Pop Century, what I loved is they have just throughout the resort, not as a special event, but as the date of the decor, they have like games from that mm -hmm. era so like if you are in the 70s section they have a giant life-size twister and you can go and play twister at any time you want and and stuff like that so it's really cute yeah yeah, yeah. um the, the theming at pop century outside the rooms is <laughs> is my favorite i mean yeah. you know like the 80s rubik's cube and you know the 90s computer pool i think it's all that's all fun yeah um they've just taken the rooms <laughs> out of the equation as far as the theming goes yeah Big one about the pools, though. This is important. No slides. Yeah. And value resorts do not have slides. And no hot and tubs. No hot tubs. Yeah. So if, if a, a water slide is important to you or your children, hot tub is important to you or your children, not getting that at a value resort. Um, you're getting a cool water feature of some sort at most of them, but it's not going to have a slide. Um, the you know, they are improving as they build and as they do a major refurbishment, they're improving some of the quality of the pools themselves, but it's not going to be there. I don't think they're ever going to have a slide. No, I think that's it's, one it's of the a real differentiator. Yeah. Well, and it goes back to what Sarah said before, like this is baseline model, right? Like you're coming to stay at one of these resorts because you're just looking for a place to lay your head. There's nothing fancy here. You're not going to have the best of the best. So, you know, if you want that resort experience, that's when you upgrade to one of the other levels of resorts yeah. yeah and I'm actually really surprised well not anymore but I used to be when I started doing this job very long time ago when dinosaurs roamed the earth um how important a pool slide is to kids I cannot tell you over the years how many clients that when I'm trying to break down sort of what the differences are and I say there's no slide at the pool it's like oh oh, oh no that's that's not going to work for us we need a yeah. slide We'll stay at a moderate resort. Um, that's a big one for a lot of people. So yeah, and you know it's funny like where I where I live, it's warm a lot of the time, and there's a pool around the corner and that we can go to, and we go to the pool a lot. Yet it is important to us to have a nice pool at at Walt Disney World, and we spend a lot more time at the pool than um, I mean a lot of people do. It's just it's just a cool thing to have yep. and the pools are really well themed and really fun and they're heated. So even if it's winter time or cold, you can yep. still go. And then so. you spend thousands of dollars on a Walt Disney world vacation and your kid goes back to school and the teacher asks them what their favorite part of Walt Disney world was. And your child says, Always the pool. The pool. Every also, time. <laughs> I'm going to interject here because I hear this from clients all the time. Oh, we're going to be in the parks all day. We just need a place to rest our head. You're not thinking like you're going to be thinking on vacation. Mm -hmm. You're thinking, I'm sitting at my desk. I'm, I have all this energy. I'm super excited. Day three of a Disney vacation, <laughs> being in the parks all day, and you have no rest. You are exhausted. You're miserable. And you don't even want to get out of bed. So you need a resort. You really have to think about those amenities of what it is you want to do outside of the parks. Yeah. Because you don't want to, as much as you think you do, you really don't want to be in the parks every single day 24 7 it's just you're going to wear yourself out so yeah. think about the pools think of what the rooms have think of the size of the bed it, it, are you going to be comfortable that day or two that you really need in your resort you yeah. know even if it's just a couple of hours it really makes a difference yeah, yeah. and if you sleep on a king-size bed at home and you have to go to a <laughs> full-size bed that's gonna be it's gonna for a Not week fun. you know it's gonna be a deal breaker for some marriages I think. yeah it, 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 would, it would be for mine because we sleep yeah. in a king bed and it's uh, i'm sure housekeeping laughs at us because 
I make my son sleep on the day bed. I get a queen bed. My husband gets a queen bed. And yeah. My son sleeps on the day bed. I love my husband. However, I love my sleep maybe a little bit more. Um, and, you yeah. know, I, we cannot Literally share. Literally the only fit creature in this entire world that I am willing to share a full-size bed is with is Copley. That is it. Nobody yeah. else will I ever climb into a full-size. That is, to me, that's the equivalent of a twin. I'm an adult now. I'm not in college. I don't need a yeah. twin size bed. Yeah. So it's going to be queen or above for me. I, yeah. There's no way I would be comfortable sleeping in a full size bed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's just something to think about when you're planning your trip. And I know that budget is a concern, but it, that, there's a lot about having peace when you're in your hotel room. There that's, is a difference between cost and value. Yeah, I, I, I have all. a blog. I have a blog post half written on that exact topic. It's yeah. literally, just saying, just because have, something is more expensive on my desk that says value versus cost. Yeah. just saying, you got to think about the yeah. value and not the dollar. Maybe it's three hundred dollars more, but what are you getting out of that? Yeah, yeah. that's all. So the last thing on my list that I wanted to mention is uh, transportation slash location to the parks. Um, <laughs> typically. Well, this is not typical. This is true. <laughs> the value resorts are the farthest away from the theme parks. Um, so up until this three months ago, buses were the only way to take Disney transportation to and from a theme park. And it's actually still technically true because with the Skyliner, you still have to go transfer at another place to get to a theme park. Yeah, so it's not a direct. It's not spot. a direct line. So if you want to go direct from Pop Century to Epcot, you need to take a bus. I don't even know if they have that anymore as an option, but um, Magic Kingdom, uh, you have to take a bus. Disney's Animal Kingdom, you have to take a bus. Um, so yeah, with the Skyliner, that does give you uh, two more parks that you can get to via a different way at these resorts, but you're, keep in mind, you will have to transfer. Um, and the Skyliner runs limited hours. So. Right. So I'm sure they will have, so they'll have buses then, but um, that may be something that you have to think about is, is the Skyliner open? Do I go this way or do I go that way to get to the transportation? Um, So if you're running late in the morning or something like that, you just might need to think about that. If you have somewhere to be that you need to be there at a certain time. So, Um, but they are the furthest away. Um, Pop Century and Art of Animation are fairly close to Epcot and Disney Hollywood Studios, but they're not that close. Mm -hmm. Um, and no, especially and, with the the roads the way they are at Disney, uh-huh. like it's not a, a straight shot. Yeah, it's really. funny when you that was the most interesting thing about the Skyliner to me recently was from a bird's eye view, mm-hmm. you realize how close things are. Yeah, but you can't get there from here. Yeah, <laughs> or, as, or, as my as my family in Maine says, you can't get there from here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, as I mean, as as someone who has run the marathon and half marathon through the different places, and they open up roads that aren't technically open Uh, i'm like but can i not just go this way right here no you can't um there's a security gate up and if you're not running then you can't do it so um just keep that in mind you're going to need an extra 15 to 20 minutes at least to get to places um and yes it's going to depend on where you're going i get that because all star music and those resorts are closest to animal kingdom but it's still going to take some time because you have to go way around to get there. Yeah. Um, so keep that in mind for sure that it's going to take you longer from a value resort to get to the theme parks. And Especially that is. Especially the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also, that, don't that forget that time. these are the biggest resorts, some of the biggest di- resorts yeah. Disney has. So there's one bus stop for each resort. Um, in the case of the All-Stars, sometimes they share buses. So there's a good chance you're going to be waiting a long time for these buses to come and where you can get on one because if you're going to extra magic hours at the magic kingdom first thing in the morning that's a long line and so you have to make sure you allow yourself enough time to get to and from there's a reason um once upon a time when you had to call disney for everything you talk to the cast member about your dining reservation and they would say don't forget to allow 90 minutes to get to your destination. And you would think 90 minutes. That seems what are so they talking about. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. You're take it seriously. Yeah. Like if, <laughs> if you have an 8 a.m. character meal at Cinderella's Royal Table and you are staying at All Stars Ports, you had best believe you need to be leaving that resort. You mm-hmm. need to be standing at a bus stop, you know, at 6 30 a.m. <laughs> like, yeah. 
even on, I mean, even on race mornings when you have to be at Epcot at like four, four thirty a.m., you got to get. And it's it's crazy early. It's ridiculous. But yeah. that's a whole that's a whole other. That's a different podcast. <laughs> thing that. Uh, anyway, maybe we'll talk about that in April when I'm getting ready to go on my half marathon. So, um, all right. Is there anything else you guys want to say about the? Yes. I feel like we've probably touched on this before, but just like I mentioned how big these resorts are, your room location really matters Mm -hmm. in these resorts. So for Pop Century and the all-star resorts, if you're seeing a standard room versus a preferred location, Keep in mind that doesn't refer to differences in the rooms. You know, the preferred room doesn't have extra amenities versus the standard room. It refers to where they are located within the resort. The standard rooms are located all the way in the back of the resort. So you're adding an extra 10 or 15 minute walk to the food court or the bus stop. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe that doesn't sound like a lot to you. Maybe you like that. But when the baby's crying and you need to go get milk from Mm -hmm. the food court, that's a long way. When you just came back from 10 hours at the Magic Kingdom and the little ones are tired and you have to carry them and push the stroller, that's a long way. So it's just something to think about. Um, And the same goes for Art of Animation, Little Mermaid standard rooms. That doesn't refer to the fact that they're only just two beds and not a a family suite first the fact they are all the way in the back of the resort it's (laughs) so far it's so far so you that's another thing to think about is how much extra do you want to be walking after a day in the theme parks yeah yeah Yeah. i I have had a standard room at pop century that was as far (laughs) in the corner at the back of the resort as it could possibly have been and it was a good 15 minute walk to get to like and on day one early in the morning you're going to get your coffee from the food court that sounds really beautiful and oh it's so peaceful out by day three you're like i just want my coffee now you don't want to take that long (laughs) to go get your caffeine fix as an aside do do the value resorts have a coffee maker in the room now they do Oh, do they now? With oh, the do they? they do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's that would used to be another differentiator, but yeah, they are they are far. And room requests only get you so far. Um, we stayed at All Star Music on an anniversary, and I noted it's our anniversary. Um, we we want a room in this location. This it was like Sarah's room at Pop Century. It was the last room <laughs> that it could have possibly oh, the been. Charla magic didn't work that time. No, there's no Charla upgrade for you. <laughs> so this was before I started getting the upgrades, though. But this was this was, <laughs> this was a long time ago. This is before I was a travel agent or anything. I don't even know how I booked it. Um, it was probably our second or third anniversary something like that so it was a long time ago but um yeah i did not get any kind of (laughs) (laughs) also when you're staying at pop century make sure you eat the tie-dye cheesecake it's my favorite yeah it's it's good and the elvis cupcake i can't get behind the elvis cupcake but i will happily co-sign up tie-dye cheesecake yeah both are so good i love it all right well that's gonna do it for us this week we will be back next week with a overview of the moderate resorts so stay tuned for that and um on our patreon extra we're going to talk more about baby yoda and disney plus and some of the other um fun things that that we've been watching and if you would like to support us on patreon it's you can just go to patreon.com slash disney park princess and you can follow us on all the social medias most of the time it's dis park princess you can join our Facebook group, which we're having a lot of fun in. Um, and there's a difference in our Facebook page and our Facebook group. So you just search the groups for us and you can find us. It's We're having a really good time over there, especially. We're having the best time. It's so much fun. I love it when yeah. anybody's like posting questions and polls. Yeah. And it's, it gives me it gives me one right. more uh, one more place to argue with my brother. So, oh yeah, uh, I wanted to sibling say that, rivalry actually. is on full display. Over there. <laughs> I wanted to say that for people that don't know, because I think somebody got a little concerned about. So, if you see somebody on our Facebook group that is Blake and he's arguing with Charlotte, he's contractually bound to do that because he's her brother. <laughs> yeah. So, just yeah. ignore them, pay no attention. <laughs> somebody or just grab your popcorn like, and sit and watch them pick yeah. at each other. Yeah, that's what fantastic. we do. We just, yes, that's what we do. We think to it's be fair. Yeah. Now, Blake will argue with 
anybody oh, over yeah. anything in the world. He right. is going to hear his siblings. So <laughs> yeah, of course, no, he's going to give me a hard time, but yeah, he yeah. will, he's going to argue with all of you and that's him. And if you knew him, it's funny. Some people are like, yeah, I don't know, but just trust me. It's funny. He's good. Funny. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's <laughs> so yes. Um, but, it, but the Facebook group is a lot of fun. So we, we ha we're having a good time over there. Um, yeah. and if you want to say anything or send us a question or, do anything like that, reach us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com or each of our individual names at DisneyParkPrincess.com. And I think that does it for us this week. So we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.